Here, find it. This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. everyone and welcome to the let's talk about it with jenny white show each week we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about these issues concern children and adults who may be autistic have asperger's or have mental disorders of any kind we will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons now let's Start okay. the show. I'm ready to start talking. Hello. Good afternoon. Good evening. This is uh, Let's Talk About It with the Jenny White Show. I'm your host for today, Maceo Coleman, standing in for Jenny White. And we're going to be talking about uh, state of our economy. We're going to be talking about the state of our nation. Uh, some states have banned abortions, while others are banning books and schools and libraries. And no one ex- is safe except the NRA. So let's talk about it with Jenny White and get to the bottom of this. So where we're going to start today is I uh, just want to welcome you all here uh, on this good Friday, April 21st. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, a number of things um, uh, Clarence Thomas uh, has lost his mind. Uh, he's taking expensive trips. He's flying on private jets. He's vacationing at uh, his billionaire friend's retreat. He's sailing on his billionaire friend's yacht. And he even sold his mother's house to the billionaire, Mr. Crow. So, I mean, you know, if you if he ain't sold out, I don't know what sellout is. Um, you know, we have these states uh, abandoning abortions. They're, banning books uh, we've got shootings uh, mass shootings going on uh, shooting up schools but you can't talk about gun control so the NRA is safe you know hands off don't worry about it NRA is safe go buy your gun tomorrow um, but then we also have uh, and, and continue to have uh, shootings of unarmed black people um, the latest uh, in the news is the shooting of Jalen Walker, 25-year-old man uh, who was shot uh, 46 times in Akron, Ohio. Um, it's just crazy out here. I mean, you've got white women spitting on black women in hotels uh, uh, because they don't like them. You've got old white men shooting young black men uh, uh, through the doors. Uh, so... Uh, it's really pretty much pick a topic. Uh, looks like we're going to hell in a handbasket. Uh, but what we're going to do right now is we're going to talk about this uh, shooting in Akron, Ohio. And if you uh, have a comment or a question, you can feel free to join this conversation by pushing the one on your phone. You will get in the queue, and then we'll bring you on in. Um, but an Ohio grand jury has declined to indict 
eight police officers who fired 94 shots. I know it's another echo. Uh, need to put it on me. Uh, like I was saying, Ohio police have, uh, the Ohio grand jury has declined to indict eight police officers who fired 94 shots uh, in the death of Jalen Walker, a 25-year-old black man who they say fired at least one round at officers doing a car and foot chase last summer. Now, we're just hearing about it now, but this happened last summer. Uh, the state's attorney general announced on Monday. He said that Jalen Walker was shot 46 times in a hail of gunfire that lasted just under seven seconds. Uh, in seven seconds, they fired 94 shots and 46 hit him. Uh, and yet another enrolled, they said, another city. Um, amid heightened tensions with police over the killings of a black man that started with a routine traffic stop. Uh, they said that uh, I think his license plate light was out. Uh, Akron's mayor and police chief have urged residents on Monday to protest peacefully. They, they, they want people to protest peacefully, acknowledging that many are angry with the shooting uh, that took place last June that Walker's family is called brutal and senseless. Now turn towards one another and not on each other, said the mayor, Daniel Horgan. Uh, let's see here. Now the attorney general, his name is David Yost, said the state's investigation found that Walker, he jumped out of his still moving car ran from police and ignored commands to stop and show his hands. Some of the officers first used tasers, yeah, right, to try and stop Walker. Now, there's video of this. Um, I haven't seen any any tasers that were um, deployed. But Walker reached toward his waistband. Okay, these are cold words here. He reached towards his waistband and raised a hand as officers were chasing, yeah, I said. Okay. The officers, not knowing Walker, left his gun in the car. Uh, he had a gun, which is legal to carry in Ohio, uh, but they believed he was going to fire again, y'all said. Uh, and he also said it's critical to remember that Walker had shot first. Okay, they're creating this narrative. Uh, and, you know, just for reference, they do have a Republican governor. And uh, responding with tears and frustration at a subsequent press conference, the Walker family and their supporters mourned the grand jury's decision and called on Akron residents to protest loudly for justice and change. Democrat U.S. Rep. Amelia Sykes of Akron said she will ask the U.S. Justice Department to investigate. The patterns and practices of the Akron Police Department. I still can't comprehend how a young man has 46 bullet holes from officers. That is justified, and that's justified. Sykes said, while also urging people to honor Walker's memory by protesting peacefully, I ask you to remember the words of Jalen's family by speaking up, but do so without violence. 
The family and the NAACP previously have called on the Justice Department to open a federal civil rights investigation. They also say uh, Bobby DeCello, DeCello, an attorney for the Walker family, criticized the state's investigation, saying police gunned down Walker execution style. Paige White, another attorney for the family, said the investigation was skewed in favor of the police and that Jalen didn't have a chance. The Akron Police Department, when you call for peace, when you call for no just destruction, when you call for respect, where was your respect for Jalen? White said. Okay. The state investigation said police first saw Walker driving with a broken tail light and a broken light on his rear license plate, but they decided not to follow him. They saw him 10 minutes later at the same intersection and became suspicious. Police said Walker refused to stop, then fired a shot from his car 40 seconds into the pursuit. Officers chased the car on a freeway and city streets until Walker bailed from the still-moving vehicle and ran into a parking lot where he was assassinated and killed while wearing a ski mask, body cam video showed. Authorities said he represented a deadly threat. A handgun, a loaded magazine, and a wedding ring was found on the driver's seat of his car. Police union officials said the officers thought there was an immediate threat of serious harm and that their actions were in line with their training and protocols. Dash cam video from a police cruiser captured images of Walker firing a gun from his car, said Anthony Pearson, assistant state attorney general. Walker had no criminal history, had never fired a gun until he went to a shooting range with a friend in early June, Pearson said. All right. What do you think about that? That's just some of it. Um, It gets crazier and crazier. All right. See, we have a caller. We'll bring you in. Hi, caller. caller. What's your name? name? Hello. Hello. My name is Jenny. And I I know you were talking about that young man, but I was thinking about the young man that had to go and pick up his younger son, I mean, son or brother, and he got shot in the head for no reason. And then the man shot him in the chest. But the young man is still alive. I don't know how he's going to come out. But they got to do something to him. I mean, he didn't ask him anything. He just shot him. And I just don't like it. I just don't like it. Okay, Jenny White. I read that whole story about Jalen Walker. You want to switch over to the other young man. Well, no, not necessarily. It's just because I don't want you to forget that. You can... Keep talking about your friend, but I he ain't my know. friend. I don't know him. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I, I I didn't want you to not say it. That's all. Well, I mean, well, you know, it's um, 
We haven't forgotten about him. I mentioned him in okay. the opening. And okay. I mean, there are, a whole, then I'm good. there are a whole lot of other shootings we can mention as well. I mean, I'm I sure know. Can, I'm sure we can double back uh, uh, double back to that. But, yeah, Jenny White, you, this is your show. You call it anytime you want. You call in at all or not. Say hi to Say hi. Hi, everybody. I have uh, a person that uh, helps me, my host. Okay. Okay, Jenny. All right. I'm I'm operating this show for the first time, uh, running the board, and so, you know, we might run into some technical difficulties because this is my first time working the switchboard. Yeah. And we just so happen to be in the same room, so normally we, <laughs> normally I'm on the other side of town, but we're in the same room today. Um, okay, you got the floor. Okay, well, just uh, talking about, you know, some more bad news. Um, and, you know, they just go on to say that that night he encountered the police. He wasn't acting uh, himself. And by all accounts, he was a good person and a good man. Um, so it's um, it's a um, travesty that um, we continue to talk about these situations, and there uh, doesn't seem to be any uh, resolution in regards to um, things getting better. Uh, it seems like things are getting worse and, you know, eight officers can fire 94 shots at a man, at a black man who was unarmed at the time of his killing, get hit by 46 bullets, and then get off by the grand jury. <sighs> I'm not a conspiracy theorist most of the time, but I would like to know the makeup of that jury. Uh, I wonder how many of them uh, were black. And uh, also would like to know the makeup of the eight police officers that fired shots. They said two officers, decided not to use deadly force. So two officers, so I don't know if that's two out of ten or two out of the eight that decided not to fire shots. So um, 94 shots were fired and 46 hit them. So it's open season on black people. I mean, it's open season on a lot of people. I mean, people are going into schools and people are going into schools and shooting them up. And uh, and some of them are getting arrested and taken to jail with with no shots fired. Uh, And on the other hand, uh, some of them are either assassinated by the police or they take their own lives. But in the instance of the uh, young man who was uh, 
shot by the elderly white man in um, Ralph Yarl, the 16-year-old who was shot by the uh, white man. Now, the white man said he was scared to death. He thought that he was coming to break into his house. And the grandson of Robert Yaw, the grandson uh, of the shooter, the white homeowner, has come out in uh, the past couple of days and said that his uh, grandfather had become radicalized by looking at Fox News and all the other conservative uh, talk shows uh, that spewed um, misinformation, fake news, and hate. And so um, I think that you get to be 85 years old, you didn't just become radicalized. I think, you know, he had a whole lifetime to be a racist. (laughs) And uh, I think that these past few years have just um, did what they were set out to do by uh, instilling fear um, and hate in people, stoking the fires. And so uh, that's why a lot of these people are feeling quite comfortable these days um, by showing uh, their racism. Um, All right, we've got another caller. Let's uh, let's bring this call on and see what we have here. Welcome, caller. Welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. What's your name? Hello. Hi. Uh, Hi there. Mr. Coleman. Miss Payne. (laughs) Miss Payne. Yes, it is. Miss Payne. (laughs) Uh, It was interesting when you were talking about um, this shooting. Um, My brother had an incident here in the Detroit metropolitan area where he was coming from um uh, he was coming from a friend's house in the Highland Park area and uh he he was driving and the, he was stopped by the police and so he stopped and he was quiet, you know, and so they came over and they asked him to roll his window down, which he did. And then uh it was like a I think it was a foreigner type woman who was on the police force, I don't know. But he was talking about how uh, he had, they asked him to see his credentials, and he gave him everything, you know. And they asked him to roll down his back window and saw his car was clean. You know, there were no smells, anything coming out of it. And so uh, they went and checked his record, and they saw everything was okay, and they gave it back to him. And so the person, by the way, she told him, she said, well, you know, the reason why we stopped you was because your license plate light was out. He said, I didn't know that. He said, I'll get it fixed. He said, okay, and I didn't know that. I will get it fixed. Well, you know. He just handled himself, you know, um, nothing, you know, you know, he just, and then he went home and he said, then when he got out the car and he was looking at it, there was nothing wrong with the license. Wow. He said that, you know, he said oh, there was well, nothing he was, wrong with it. He was profiled. He's very meticulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was meticulous about his car, but he had everything together. He didn't try to fight or argue or whatever. It wasn't smelling like. You've been smoking weed, although it's legal, you know, here mm-hmm. in Michigan and all of this other stuff. But, you know, and he said, well, oh, I didn't know that. And, you know, he handled himself well. He said, a lot of times you have to, even if you're scared, you have to sit there and listen to what they got to say and, 
you know, give what they had asked for and things like that. I remember an opportunity uh, some time ago when my son I had a Suburban, and um, just to talk about profiling, uh, my oldest son, Darnell, he was driving my, I had a Suburban van, about a 2004 Suburban van. And while I was working at night, he would be working at night, and he would get off, and he would pick up the kids and take them home, and then he would swing by and come and get me. Well, this time he called the phone on the phone. He says, Mama, Mama, the police, he stopped me for no reason. You know how your heart just grabs you, you know. And he's a dire person, too, and stuff and stuff for no reason. And it was the, what the problem was, I had, I had bought the, uh, the Suburban, but I had two cars, but I couldn't buy both the license tags together. But I got, okay. you know, you could get that little shirt, that 30, uh, for about 10 or $15, they put it a little tag in the back of the car. But then okay. the windows died back there. And so I said, well, just, I said, well, hand the phone to the police officer. The man, he said, he pushed the phone away. Mm. He said, let me see. I said, well, if you give me ID. So he had his driver's license and the, the, the registration, that little funny registration they give you, and he had the proof of insurance and stuff and all of this, and he went and checked everything out. And then he came back, and he said, um, then he took the phone. He says, ma'am, he said, you know, your license tag is expired. I said, sir, it's in the back of the window. He said, well, I can't see it because the window is dark. I said, well, don't worry, sir. I will take care of that, you know, and stuff. And uh, I said, but um, he said, but I, I've never seen something like this. I said, they give you that as a temporary thing when you can't buy the, license, the entire license tag right off, you know. He said, okay. And I said, but don't worry, officer. I will get that taken care of. And thank you very much in all of this. So then afterwards, when uh, uh, my son came to pick me up that night from the, where I was working, and I looked at him. Here it is. No, no, he's dark skinned. He's got this do rag tied around his head, you know, mm. tied around his head. And then when you look at the car, in the car, the license tag is expired. That's how them, that's the thing, because, you know, even if it's profiling, it's come and get me, you know. And so I, I look and so I say, I, I see what he's looking at. And so I was telling my son about that. They ain't no reason. I say, yes, this is what they see. And so the next day, I kid you not, I wrote a bad check <laughs> the Secretary of State and got that license tag and put it on. It took me a couple of months, you know, they put a, a thing, uh, a fee on it, but I paid it off. But okay. You we, have to we keep going, we, we going to erase the, 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 the non-sufficient fund. Part I, but, of hey, that was, that was in 2004. We're going to strike you know, that from the record. That. That's too much information, but okay, you got the tags. The next yeah, but, All right. yeah, but then, but then I, hey, I, I, I'm proud of it, believe me. <laughs> But anyway, hey. um, I've got tagged up on it. But the sad part about it is that when I looked at my son, I saw what they were looking at. Here he is, dark skin, a do-rag around his head, and something that that happened, I could understand what the officer was looking at. That's what I'm saying. It, oh, you know, yeah. it played into that picture, you know. It well, really played was, into that picture of everything. But well, he was profiled. Um, so, so I'm a, yeah. Oh, it, yeah, he was profiled. Yeah, but we and we've so got another caller. We got another caller, uh, Sister Lucy. Let's see, uh, see what they you like to add to this conversation. Okay. All right. Hold on for one moment. Go ahead. All right, caller. Hi. Uh, how are you? Good. How, how are, you? are you? I'm good. Um, I wanted to get back to the young man that the black guy who walked up on the porch of the 84 year old man. Yeah. yeah. This evening I was looking at the news, 
and um, the ex-wife came on TV. Okay. And she said that they should convict him because he has been abusive and racist all of his life. I believe it. And she said, mm-hmm. you all, uh, she said, I know they're not going to tell y'all. She said, but you all need to know about him on your own, and I'm sure you can Google him. And I was like, oh. Wow. That's what the ex-wife <laughs> said. Uh, right. And she said that none of his children have anything to do with him. All right. There is only one grandson, and I guess that's the one you were speaking of, that mm-hmm. helps him out. And he doesn't go over there but once or twice a month. Well, that's you know, it's um, I'm in the, uh, the health care industry, and so uh, I, you know, in and out of these nursing homes, and uh, sometimes you see uh, elderly people there uh, that seem so nice that, no one visits, and so you know you you talk to them, and they say, "Yeah, I have children, and you know they don't come to visit, so you're thinking, okay, you know they've got he's got some bad kids, but you know you never know the other side of the coin. This person could have been raising hell all their life, and the kids yeah. just don't want to be bothered with them, and so it's um I guess that seems to be the case with this man, you know, but uh you know he's He's white, and so, first of all, he's 85, so he's got two things going in their favor. So they're going to, I'm sure his attorneys are going to play on the sympathy role. And then, and and I see that instead of charging him with attempted murder, they're charging him with aggravated assault. So, uh, you know, I guess maybe that's easier to prove, and I guess they figure he don't have a whole lot of years left. So, you know, if they get a 10-year yeah. conviction, he'll probably, you know, die in prison. So uh, I guess that's the charge that they decided that they were going to charge him with. Um, but, well, they, yeah. they asked the ex-wife had he ever been abusive to her, and she, her quote was, every chance he got. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, so every chance she gets right now, she's going to let him have it. <laughs> I would let them know about his character. Uh-huh. Yeah. Before they even start printing up all this stuff in the newspapers and all that about how good of a citizen and, and he was, she letting them know, don't even go there. We need more right. people to tell the truth. You shame the devil. <laughs> oh yeah, it's unfortunate. It's a lot of. Uh, a lot of people out here that uh, have these racial biases and they want to um, I mean let's just say it for what it is they hate black people I mean these racists just hate black people yeah they have never changed yeah I mean you you can't catch a break it's justified in that yeah I mean it's nothing new it's just that we have social media now so you know, we can pull it up on, on on social media, and you can see all this stuff happening. Uh, other than while that, it's happening, yeah. Yeah, while it's happening, or maybe, you know, like in the case of uh, the shooting of this young man in Akron, Ohio, we'll find out, you know, 10 months later. But uh, that's just like Ahmaud Arbery, we found out, you know, his 
killing had taken place in October, and we found out six months later in February. And not letting it know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's um, and his uh, and the people that murdered him had been free. You know, they 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 were at home living their best life until you know became a national uproar. Uh, so it's just uh unfortunate situation that uh, we continue to, as black people, deal with this. Um, I don't know that we will see a change in our lifetime, but I think this next generation is going to have to fight a fight similar to the civil rights, uh, because right now they're, they're uh, banning abortions. They're uh, banning certain books and schools and libraries. They're... Uh, just running amok. I mean, you know, they're playing chess while a lot of other people are just sitting by listening, playing checkers, if they're playing at all. Uh, like Ron DeSantis, the, excuse me, the governor in uh, Florida, um, won his election by a landslide uh, because 1.3 million people didn't go to the polls and vote. So he got back in. Uh, and, you know, and he, he's waging war against Disney, the largest employer in Florida, with 75,000 employees because uh, they went against uh, his ban on uh, uh, LGBT or LG, lesbian, gay, transgender, bisexual, whatever the letters are, the, the, the LGBTQ, ABC people. Um, so they, uh, and you know, they've got floods going on in, in Fort Lauderdale in Florida and he, he's flying around the country promoting a book on a campaign tour. He's not in Florida. what you think about that? I think that we know what he's about. crazy. Yeah, Ron DeSantis. But he's hooked it onto the he's hooked all of that onto the black um the black movement. He has. He's talking about woke. Yes, that's what woke. he had. yeah. Yeah, woke is gonna die in Florida, right. Yeah, I heard he's him. Say all that. Of that onto, yeah. They say he's trying to out Trump Trump. He he gonna he gonna be worse than Trump. But it seems like a lot of his uh a lot of the Republican donors are kind of backing away because he's uh, he's going a little bit overboard with his um, his gestures of uh, banning CRT, critical race theory, and books. Theory, yeah. And then he signed the abortion bill at, at midnight, so nobody you know knew about it. Uh, so it's a hot mess out here right now. Um, in all aspects, and it's a matter of what we're going to do about it. If you want to join this conversation, push the one on your phone and come in with a solution. We're looking for solutions to these problems. How are we going to stop the killing of all these unarmed black people? How are we going stop to stop these mass shootings in schools and communities? Uh, there was uh, in, in Alabama... It was a Sweet 16 party that got shot up where four people were four people were killed, 
I know uh, yeah. I think a couple of them were high school students. Um, so it's just uh, it's just a wild, wild west out here right now. And uh, anytime you talk about gun control and gun legislation, you know, they, they look at you like you're crazy. I know um, Trump's got about 10 cases right now in court. He's already been indicted in New York. I know Fannie Wallace is working on him in Georgia. Uh, He's got a couple other things going. Um, One of his his attorneys has just been deposed by uh, John Smith, the attorney that uh, Merrick Garland had put on his the special special counsel that Mayor Garland had put on the case. Uh, so we'll see what happens to Trump. Seems to be getting more popular. More popular every day. New allegations. I have no yeah. No, go ahead. I have noticed that since since he has been so outspoken about a lot of things and um that people just think everything is everything. You can do what you want. Whoever cares, you know. Who's going to hold you accountable? For it? You know. Right. And if you notice, no one is talking about January 6th. They're not saying anything about it. Well, I don't, know. I don't know what else they could say I about it. Well, I mean, you know, people some actually people lost their lives. But uh, the big people, the people that organized it, Nothing's happened to them, just the people that have stormed the Capitol. Um, but they're, you know, they've, uh, uh, Julie, uh, Rudy Giuliani has got some, got some issues. Fox News has just settled uh, their case with Dominion uh, voting machines uh, for $787 million. And I was listening to Lawrence O'Donnell on the news talk about how how stupid Rupert Murdoch was to let it go to that extent, go that far uh, for Dominion to be able to get all that information from Fox News uh, to build their case. Uh, Rupert Murdoch knew that if that case had gone to court, they were going to be out. He was going to be out 1.6 million, billion, I'm sorry, 1.6 billion. So, he figured he saved himself some money by settling for uh, uh, 786, $87 million. Saved himself close to a billion dollars because he was going to lose. And then they've got uh, Dominion is suing the pillow guy, and my pillow guy, and several other people. Uh, another news, uh, Newsmax another news uh, outlet as well. So uh, they're getting ready to cough up some money. Uh, probably about to put them out of business. So that's what's going uh, on. Ms. Go ahead. Uh, Ms. Cohen, can I bring in what I thought was very important this week? And when this black woman was spit on by this white woman at the ho- at a motel. Okay, let's talk about it. It is. It's, it, everything is everything, and it's crazy. She was uh, one thing about the black woman was uh, 
she was at, it was like a day's motel or something like that. And um, she was in the lobby, and uh, the white woman came and told me, you can't eat here, you can't do this. She said, well, okay, then, you know. And she said, she'll sign out, and she was signing out. And as she was going out, the woman turned, the, the white woman was behind her, and she, got, got, and she spit on her. I mean, mm. she spit on her. And, you know, she, you know the, well, it was the woman's birthday and stuff, and she spit on her. She said, what did she spit on her? And they got to fighting. She said, the, the woman had her phone in her hand while she was beating this woman. I saw the Roland Martin um, beating and fighting this woman, knocked her down and everything and all of this. You know, called her names and stuff, but she was fighting this woman. Who do you, who do you think you are to spit on me? You spit on me. I mean, enough is enough. You, okay, you, I can't eat here? Okay, that's fine. I'm going to go enjoy my birthday someplace else and signing out and going about her business. But, you know, everything is everything. No one, there's no respect for anyone. You know, everything is just a, uh, just just out there, you know. And uh, you think of someone spitting on you. We're still not over COVID. We don't know what else is out there running around every time. We can't catch COVID every time we try to think we got one strand, something else appears. And somebody will spit on you during this time. You should have been wearing a mask as far as I'm concerned, but she spit on this woman. And she had her phone in her hand taking pictures while she was beating this woman. I mean, it, oh, it, it's yeah. sad that you had to take that. Another thing I was looking at in 2020, uh, this young 17-year-old girl, I think it was um, uh, this attorney, uh, Rankin, 67 years old, she spit on this 17-year-old during the, uh, the demonstration. She said she was afraid of it, so she, but she spit on this 17-year-old. It's just coming now that the jury found it guilty, her guilty, and uh, she said, well, I was afraid of the 17-year-old. You spit. This is a six, seven-year-old attorney, but she spit on this young girl, you know, and uh, they finally brought it to court. They ruled in her favor, and um, she was, uh, the sentencing was more than likely to be 90 days in jail and a $1,000 fine. They were trying to do it for misconduct, and, you know, they try to reduce it so far, you know, when it comes down to this white woman, but she spit on this young girl. Mm. Crazy. Everything. No, there's no holes barred. Nothing. No kind of respect. No, it's just nothing. Nothing oh, yeah. at Nobody all. Nobody say. Nobody say. No. Wouldn't spit I mean, on someone. Spit on them. Yeah. That's uh, more lethal. Sometimes you think than a bullet. You know, that's what what has been happening. You know. Right. All right. But, uh, um, it, it, well, the lady, there's no, the lady started uh, apologizing when the, when the black lady started whooping on her butt, you know. Oh, yes, she did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she I'm was sorry. Wrong. Okay, too yeah. late. Too late, B. Pop, pop, pop. This is a white premise move. You think that you are so in power and you can do any and everything, and this is what uh, they see, you know. It's interesting. This is what they see. And uh, it's just sad. And I just thought I wanted to bring that about, you know, to um, oh yeah, yeah, all of this. Um, and like you said, what are the what 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 can we do about this within our black community? I heard well, something a lot of pop, uh, something that was positive. Uh, this man was talking. This black man was talking about looking at the single parent homes, and he was saying, uh, according to the black men that we do have. He said he added it up. I mean, each black man would be responsible for uh, uh, 
at least eight till eight males born that are young, you know, that are now, you know. And he was saying, what can we do about these young men? You know, what can we do Say to again. bring them? Eight, okay, he was saying, according to statistics, we got how many older black men, and if we were to count up all the single-parent homes and things like that, uh, of the young men that are in these single-parent homes, it would be about eight per male, eight per wow. adult male. And he was saying, what can we do about this to get them ready for the future? Well, what can we do about it? And I thought that was interesting that he even took the time to do those type of figures to see, you know, instead of blaming the black woman and get all of this, what can we do as males in these with these young men that's coming up? What can we well, do? Well, it starts with education, uh, and it starts in the home. That's true. Uh, you know, it starts in the home uh, because uh, these, you know, the children in these public schools aren't being educated uh, properly. Um, they're definitely, uh, I mean, there's so much that you don't get out of school. Uh, uh, for the most part, school is there to uh, run up your student debt. So you come out owing tons of money, and it's uh, teaching you how to be an employee so that you can uh, work for the 1% and keep this economy going. Um, so uh, uh, part of that is uh, being in control of what your children are being educated about. I think that uh, I read something that said uh, you can't expect your oppressor to teach you uh, what they know, pretty, pretty much what they know, to unoppress you. You can't depend on the people that have systematically put these things in place to be the ones that give you the education to free you from these, uh, from your mental um, slavery and your mental bondage. Um, so I think that uh, so many people are just trusting of their government. Uh, I think people just want to be comfortable, have a comfortable life, enjoy some of the finer things in life, and um, and not be stressed. Uh, but uh, it's time out for that because the middle class has been eliminated for the most part. Uh, a large percentage of it has been eliminated. Uh, and so it's the have and the have-nots, and it seems like the haves are, it seems like that gap is getting wider. Uh, the, yeah. the Federal Reserve keep continues to raise the interest rates, uh, which is um, – continuing to increase uh, the time frame for inflation. I mean, we, you know, they continue to raise these interest rates. We're going to be uh, suffering from inflation. Everything else has gone up. The price of gas, the price of groceries, eggs are still high. You know, I buy these crowns, these, uh, these potatoes, little round potatoes uh, that used to be about $3 and something. They've, they've doubled in price. Yeah, shout, are, out, yeah. shout out to my wife. She she likes those crowns. And so, I, I, you know, I ain't know about the prices till she started complaining about it. So, I mean, everything has gone up. 
it's like uh we can't catch a break. Uh think we got um think we got another caller or do we? No. Don't nobody else want to talk to me? Just don't nobody else want to talk to us, Sister Lucy. Isn't that something? <laughs> Have I been no, that bad already? <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. Like I say, I'm controlling the uh, switchboard today, so I'm going to put you. Uh, we're going to go to commercial break. I'm going to see if I can run a commercial. Uh, let's try this, and we'll be right back after these messages. If you are in need of life insurance, auto or home insurance, or need help in getting out of debt, call your helpful insurance agents at Prime Financial Services. Did you know if you add a child rider to your life insurance policy, you can add multiple children for the price of one, starting at $10,000 worth of coverage for under $10. Call today for a free quote at 313-293-0979. Mention you heard this ad on this show for a free gift. All right, that commercial was so good, we're going to play it twice. Here we go. Buy some insurance. All right, here we go. Okay, what's going on with the with the commercial? Insurance. Or need help in getting out of debt? Call your helpful insurance agents at Prime Financial Services. Did you know... If you add a child rider to your life insurance policy, you can add multiple children for the price of one, starting at $10,000 worth of coverage for under $10. Call today for a free quote at 313-293-0979. Mention you heard this ad on this show for a free gift. Okay, we ran the insurance commercial twice. All right, call that number. Because I know y'all need some life insurance. We we got too many GoFundMe's out here, and uh, don't nobody want to buy life insurance. They, they just want to beg for money when somebody gets killed. Uh, y'all know prom season coming up. You know these teenagers can't drive. Uh, we just uh, had two a young man, and young lady that just got killed uh, within the past week. Uh, at prom, driving in a Tesla, uh, ran into the back of a truck. And so, uh, you know, that happens every year. Every year around prom time, uh, there's some fatalities. And just like motorcycle season, there's, uh, there's fatalities around that as well. So, um <laughs> Just can't, uh, just got to be careful out here. Buy some insurance. What do you think about that, Sister Lucy? More people need insurance. Most definitely, but who can afford it? Well, I mean, you know, it, it can be made It can be made <laughs> affordable. You you purchase what yeah. you can afford. Now, if you can't afford it, yeah, what is. happens when somebody dies? You got to come up with something. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, you, that right yeah, you can lease the, you can lease afford it so um you know it just seems like when people get tight insurance is the first thing they stop paying and you know certain things you need to keep that's like auto insurance you know you don't have an accident you know they don't give you no money back for the most part you know so you pay for what if what if i have an accident 
But the thing about life insurance is you know you're going to die. Don't nobody get out of here alive. So you just, you know, hope it's not prematurely or, you know, unexpected. That is true. But, you know, you have to, uh, but, you know, Big Mama always put her coins together for the insurance policy. She, she paid it for everybody. Because I used to go and knock on the doors and collect it, you know, because she know, she know June bug out here slinging. And, you know, something might happen to him. He might, he might run from the cops and get shot 46 times, unfortunately. It's bad so, to think that way, but it's still, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot going on. I mean, we have to deal with that. And then, you know, our Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas is living the high life. Um, well, you know, when he's not banning abortions or, you know, voting against Roe versus Wade, he's uh, taking expensive trips and flying on private jets and staying at resorts in uh, Indonesia and, you know, taking retreats. And he even sold his, his mother's house to his billionaire friend. And so, they, you know, his friend, uh, the billionaire said that that was, well, Tom, I think Clarence Thomas said that that was too, uh, to uh, cement his legacy, I guess, they're, you know, going to kind of say, well, Clarence Thomas used to stay here and, you know, might have a couple pictures or something, but all that should have been disclosed, but he didn't disclose it and uh, nothing's probably going to happen. You know, his wife helped organize uh, some of the people getting to uh, the January 6th insurrection. And he didn't recuse himself from uh, from that litigation. So he's just dirty. He's, he's filthy, and he, you know, uh, and proud. Well, they had listened to Anita Hill. <laughs> You're right. Anita tried to tell you. Yes, tried, to you. <laughs> tried to, but that's just like Trump. Yeah. You know, he he's been accused of uh, rape, and uh, he's got a court date coming up. And he said uh, his attorney said he might not be able to make it because of traffic, and all the traffic that uh, congestion that he causes may cause him to miss this trial. You know, I don't know if the judge gonna go for that. Say so you raped this woman, but you uh, worried about traffic, uh, <laughs> right? So the have and the have nots. If you have it, raise That's your it. hand. Let me see you raise your hand if you got it. If you, if you got a million dollars in the bank, you got you got that six month emergency fund. Raise your hand. I see your hands out there. All right. <laughs> you got you some cryptocurrency, some bitcoins. Raise your hand. Okay, everybody put their hands down. Okay. All right, well. We're going to talk about some financial literacy uh, on one of these shows, the 1913 Federal Reserve Act, where, we, you know, they talk, we're talking about digital currency. We might talk about that next week. Well, we might even talk about the Indian Removal Act, the Trail of Tears, when they... Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, took uh, about 25 million acres of land from uh, the Indians in Florida. Uh, we might talk about that. Um, so, you know, just uh, chime in with any topics that you would like to hear on the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to try to find something upbeat. I know a lot of these topics are just depressing. Um, it is. You, know, you, turn, you turn on the news. We're still trying to, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to find ways in which we can help our community, in which we can, you know, better serve our community. And I think that's needed. You know, yeah, that's when you think deal, about it, they, they made it through somehow. And, oh, yeah, uh, man. We are, we're resilient. We're resilient people. I mean, you know, they've been trying That's to take us out. For, yeah. yeah, they've been trying to take us out for centuries. And, you know, we just That's continue true. to multiply, you know. Um, so uh, waiting on uh, Jesus to, enter, to, to have some intervention and turn this thing around. Some people waiting on white Jesus. Some people waiting on black Jesus. So whatever Jesus you waiting on, just keep praying. He coming. Coming back. Neither know the day nor the hour. But, yeah, we've got a few more minutes um, for the rest of this show. So if you'd like to uh, raise your hand and make a comment. Participate in the conversation. You definitely feel free to do so, uh, and we will continue to entertain you and bring you uh, enlightening news uh, that you can hear. Um, uh, they're also talking about some of these red states are practicing authoritarianism. Um, what do you mean by that? Uh, some of them are practicing uh, authoritarianism by uh, gerrymandering uh, certain districts, oh, yeah. and um, like in Tennessee, uh, where they expelled two of the three Democratic uh, representatives. Uh, you know, just taking control, uh, just taking their power, and a lot of uh, states have a supermajority of uh, Republicans in, in, in office, and so they, they're just running amok. Uh, but a lot of them are um, just, uh, you know, they're just uh, practicing and rehearsing, um, trying to see what they can get with legally and what they uh, can't get with uh, legally and things are getting overturned. They're just trying to uh, um, take their power and take, you know, so it's a one-party rule. And that party is going to tell you if you can have an abortion or if you can't. They're going to tell you what books to read. They're going to tell you. um, That control, yeah. Yeah, there was a a Uh lady. Yeah. It was a lady that said uh, she had received a video of uh, what they're uh, disseminating in um, some of the Florida schools that's talking about the uh, um, Confederacy, United States of Confederacy, 
uh, something of that nature where uh, uh, they're talking about the civil civil war and um, just promoting uh, the southern states and how they uh, succeeded from the uh, from from the uh, United States at that particular point, and it's. Um, it's just maddening. It's a mad world. And so it is. Um, I questioned, uh, yeah. I questioned um, one of the um, more popular evangelical uh, ministers about how come they didn't end slavery because they, were, they knew they was wrong. And he said this. He said during the time when the Civil War was going to be fought, there were two um, uh, colonies who said, we need our slaves, and they wouldn't. But that's hmm. how some they didn't stop it. That's what he said. And now he believes in Jesus and all of this other stuff and all, and all this. He said, but so then if we would have stopped the slaves during that time, we would have lost the support of these two major colonies. So they didn't do it. That's what he's saying. But you still haven't done it. It took you 400 years. He didn't get all this time to do it. He said that was one reason why we couldn't do that, because we needed them to help us. It wasn't a civil war. It helped us fight the um, the uh, revolution, you know, the war of independence from Britain. That's what it was. Okay. Because that we couldn't do it at that time. I said, but look at I said, but look at all the time. You know, what have you done since then? You know, and because um, I, I was asking him about that, I'm very, uh, I was very uh, damned about it. I was, what did you do? How come you didn't do it? I mean, we've been free from England, so to speak. So what what is the deal here, you know? And this is what his his uh, thing was. He said that that's become they couldn't do that. They needed all the colonies to get together to fight so we could be free from Britain. So that's what that's that's how come they didn't do that. Oh yeah. And it was crazy. Yeah. Well, they needed the blacks to fight. They needed those colonies. That's what they said. Not the blacks. That they needed to keep them enslaved. If we had. Uh, taking away the slave system out of those colonies, out of the colonies at that time, then we wouldn't have had the support of these two uh, states or whatever, you know, to help fight the revolution so we could be free from Britain. That's what he, he was saying. Oh, okay, okay. Well, That's what he was talking about. All right, well, we've got about a minute and a half on this uh, on the rest of this show, so... I think uh, we've covered a number of topics today. I appreciate you all calling in and listening. Uh, and Sister Lucy, if you'd like, if you have any final words, what would you, uh, what you like to say? We can still, uh, I still believe that we in our community can have victory in our community to the point where, um, like this one uh, man brought out the fact that he could see the need for men to help work with these uh, young men uh, in these uh, single parent households, and I feel more positive about that. That was some All good right. news that I thought was first mentioned. Well, you got about ten seconds. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's All right. Okay. Excuse me. Bye bye. All right. All right. Well, I just like to say uh, thank Jenny White for uh, letting me uh, host the show today. It has been fun uh, talking about all this depressing news and. Uh, we're going to see if we can get it a little more upbeat next week. But thank you all for tuning in. And uh, 
with the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Show over.